This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Wednesday, October the 30th, 2019. It is 1130 in the morning here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. This message entitled, Ask Mary and the Saints for Help. Ask Mary and the Saints for Help. Okay, so one habit I've been really trying to get into uh, over the last few years, and I hope you yourself are too, is whenever there's a subject we're not 100% sure about, or maybe a subject we think we're 100% sure about, we should really be asking ourselves three questions, which is ultimately really one question, but I'm, I'm going to tie that in in just a moment. The very first question we, we must ask ourselves is what does the Word of God say on this subject? Now, the subject we're talking about is asking Mary and the saints for help. So what does the Word of God say on the subject? What does the Bible say on the subject? That's the very first question. What does the Word of God say on this subject? Now, you can apply that to whatever subject. That could be a fill-in-the-blank. Whatever subject it is that you are searching, that's the very first question. Second question, and like I said, these three questions really are intertwined. The second question is, what does Jesus say on the subject? In other words, does Jesus address it in the Gospels? The books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? The third question, which is ultimately, again, wrapped into the same two questions, is what does the church say on the subject? And by church, I mean very specifically, what does the Catholic Church say on the subject? Now, if you're listening to this message, you say, why, why is that a question? How, why is that the third question? I, I don't understand. Well, talked about it a, a, a couple weeks ago on the podcast, that if we believe in Jesus, if we believe in Jesus, we, by definition, if we're going to believe in him, we have to believe that what he says is true. Well, what does Jesus say in the book of Matthew chapter 16 when he's talking to St. Peter? Jesus is saying, you are Peter. Now, I'm paraphrasing to some extent. I'm going to quote as best I can. I don't have the Bible right in front of me. But Jesus is saying, you are Peter, and upon you I'm building my church. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against this church. Well, what church is it that Jesus found? It is the Catholic church. I mean, that's, that's a indescribable fact that's a, that's that's you cannot debate that fact that's the church's so in other words there are the three questions what does the word of god say what does jesus say what does the church say so what do these three how do these how do we answer these three questions when we when we ask that question ask mary and the saints for help well what does the word of god say well let me look right here is this addressed in scripture well i'd argue there's a quite a few times specifically with the blessed mother i'm going to talk i wasn't planning on talking about this but i will i want you to think right now clearly what's the very first miracle that jesus works the very first one it's the wedding feast of cana isn't it it's the very first miracle that jesus works think about that for a moment now you could make the claim that you know the birth of jesus the incarnation of jesus I'm, I'm referring to in his public ministry in his public ministry what's the very first miracle that jesus works is the wedding feast at cana 
Well, think about this conversation. Think about what happens. Jesus, and he's recently baptized, his disciples there at the wedding, and of course they run out of wine. Now, when they run out of wine, what happens? Are, does Jesus immediately say, let me take care of this. I'm going to handle the situation. Is that what happens? It's not what happens. What happens is, because we have to be committed to the truth, and Scripture is the truth, the Word of God is the truth, what does the Word of God say? It says that our Blessed Mother Mary approaches Jesus and asks Jesus to handle the situation. The, the immediate response of Jesus is that his hour has not yet come. But then there must be a look, right? I've talked about this before. There must be some type of look of love between Jesus and Mary, because then Jesus looks at the servants and says, fill the, I'm sorry, Blessed Mother looks at the servants and do whatever he tells you, and Jesus says, fill these jars with water. And then Jesus goes on to turn the water into wine. That's the very first miracle. So the very first miracle that Jesus performs in his public ministry is at the influence of our Blessed Mother Mary. Think about that. There are no accidents in the Bible. Clearly, God wanted us to see the love, the compassion, and the influence that our Blessed Mother Mary has. She advocates for us on our behalf. So that's the very first thing. Let's talk about this for a second. In the book of Revelation, in the book of Revelation, I believe it is chapter 5, verse 8. I'm getting there right now. Bear with me here. Here we are. The book of Revelation, chapter 5, verse 8. The Word of God states, Now when he had taken the book, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, each one having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Amen. So here we see the Word of God addressing what we're talking about. What's the next question? What does Jesus say on the subject? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tie in both what does the church say and what does Jesus say here, and I'm going to answer this question through the personal apparitions when Jesus appears to St. Faustina from 1925 to 1938 in Poland, known as the Divine Mercy Apparitions, where Jesus addresses this issue very clearly. Now remember, in sacred scripture, Jesus is fanning the Catholic Church. He's giving St. Peter authority over the church to guide us in all truth. In the Last Supper, I believe it's the book of St. John, chapter 16, Jesus is saying that the Holy Spirit will guide you in all truth. This is why we look to the church to see what the church states, the Catholic Church states on the whatever question it is that we have. So now, what does Jesus say about asking Mary and the saints for help? What does the church say? It's basically the same thing. So the church fully approves the divine mercy apparitions. In other words, this is authentic. That's what the church is, sta that's what the church is stating, the church that Jesus founded. 
So the question then is, well, we're going to go back. What does Jesus say on this? So this is going to be fascinating. If you've never heard this before, I assure you your eyes are going to open, and I really hope that you open your heart to this message because this is going to, I think it's going to blow your mind because it's the words of Jesus. He is talking about what we're going to talk about. So when someone says, why well, I don't, you know, I don't feel comfortable. What if somebody says, what if I don't feel comfortable asking Mary and the saints for help? I'd rather just go to God. We should go to God. Absolutely. There's no question. Jesus talks about that. But Jesus also talks about how we should ask Mary and the saints for help. And I'm going to prove it to you right now. The Diary of Divine Mercy. So Jesus appears to St. Faustina, 1925 to 1938. This diary will blow your mind. I believe if you've never read it, you, you need to read it. You need to read through it. Uh, you can download the PDF for free online if you simply Google search it. You can order it online at a variety of places. This book is life-changing because Jesus is. you're going to learn so much more about Jesus. So listen to this. This is in the early on years of Jesus appearing to St. Faustina. This is, uh, this is mind-blowing. These are the words of St. Faustina in the diary. She writes, Once I saw a big crowd of people in our chapel, in front of the chapel and in the street, because there was no room for them inside. The chapel was decorated for a feast. There were a lot of clergy near the altar. And then our sisters and those of many other congregations, they were all waiting for the person who was to take a place on the altar. Suddenly I heard a voice saying, that I was to take the place on the altar. But as soon as I left the corridor to go across the yard and enter the chapel following the voice that was calling me, all the people began to throw at me whatever they had in hand, mud, stones, sand, brooms, to such an extent that at first I hesitated to go forward. But the voice kept on calling me or even more earnestly, so I walked on bravely. St. Faustina continues to write, When I entered the chapel, the superiors, the sisters, the students, and even my parents started to hit me with whatever they could. So whatever I wanted to or not, I quickly took my place on the altar. As soon as I was there, the very same people, the students, the sisters, the superiors, and my parents all began to hold out their arms to me, asking for graces. And as for me, I did not bear any grudge against them for having thrown all the sorts of things at me. And I was surprised that I felt a very special love precisely for those persons who had forced me to go more quickly to my appointed place. At the same time, my soul was filled with ineffable happiness, and I heard these words, Do whatever you wish. Distribute graces as you will, to whom you will, and when you will. Then instantly, the vision disappeared. Amen. So, think about that. We are, we are literally witnessing St. Faustina distributing graces. All right? Think about that, that reality. She, is she has the authority from God to distribute graces, as Jesus is telling her. As you will, to whom you will, and when you will. So, when we, when we say a message like, ask Mary and the saints for help, we're now seeing that Jesus is... He's encouraging us in this way. Our Lord is encouraging. So we simply, we have to just be humble and submit to what God tells us to do. 
Listen to this. This is the next writing in the diary. St. Faustina writes, another time I heard these words, and now you're going to hear Jesus. Go to the superior and ask her to allow you to make a daily hour of adoration for nine days. During this adoration, try to uni unite yourself in prayer with my mother. Pray with all your heart in union with Mary. And try also during this time to make the way of the cross. Amen. Again, we see Jesus encouraging us to ask Mary and the saints for help. Listen to this. This is in 1933. On one occasion, I heard these words in my soul. St. Faustina writes, and then she's talking with Jesus. What, this is what Jesus tells her. Make a novena for your country. This novena will consist of the recitation of the litany of the saints. Ask your confessor for permission. Amen. Here again. Here again. So the questions, what does the word of God say? What does Jesus say? What does the church say? Jesus is saying. He's saying, pray the litany of the saints. He's encouraging us in this way. So if you say you want to listen to the Jesus, if you believe in Jesus, you worship Jesus, you want to do what he says, he's telling us to do this. I'm going to close the message right here because this is, I think, a great closing statement. This is later on in the apparitions. This is actually five years later. Jesus physically appears to St. Faustina probably about a hundred times. I've never actually counted. He tells her, hundreds of things and i'm telling you everything is in harmony with sacred scripture with there is a very specific emphasis on the lord's mercy his goodness his power right his omnipotence the fact that he has power and authority over all things in heaven and on earth and if we submit to the teachings of jesus we have to submit to what he says so listen to what jesus says this um, this is actually he's Teaching St. Faustina, I, I would say, in effect, about temptations and, and spiritual battles at this point. So listen to this. I'm going to read the whole reading. And we're going to close up. February 3rd, 1938, St. Faustina writes, Today, after Holy Communion, Jesus gave me a few directives. Jesus then states, First, do not fight against the temptation by yourself, but, to, but disclose it to the confessor at once, and then the temptation will lose all its force. Second, during these ordeals, do not lose your peace. Live in my presence. Ask my mother and the saints for help. Third, have the certitude that I am looking at you and supporting you. Fourth, do not fear either struggles of the soul or any temptations because I am supporting you. If only you are willing to fight. Know that the victory is always on your side. Fifth, Know that by fighting bravely, you give me great glory and amass merits for yourself. Temptation gives you a chance to show me your fidelity. Amen. Let's focus right there on what Jesus says when our Lord says, Ask my mother and the saints for help. That's why I titled this the message. Because I know Jesus, he says that. So, when we ask ourselves these questions, what does the Word of God say? What does Jesus say? What does the church say? 
Jesus is encouraging us to ask Mary and the saints for help. I give this message because we're getting ready to celebrate on November 1st, All Saints Day. And as a matter of fact, I'm, I, you know what? There's one other thing I want to mention here. The promises of the Holy Rosary. Remember this. The Blessed Mother gives the Holy Rosary to us. One of the first apparitions of, of the Blessed Mother encouraging the Holy Rosary is to St. Dominic. I believe in the 12th or 13th century. I don't have the year in front of me. Of course, our Blessed Mother appears many times after that. Uh, most famously, I would say, about 100 years ago at Fatima, where our Blessed Mother introduces herself as Our Lady of the Holy Rosary. Listen to one of these promises that our Blessed Mother gives to those of us who say the Rosary. There's many promises, but this I'm going to read because it's relevant to the message today. Our Blessed Mother states, I have obtained from my son that all the members, I'll say this again, I have obtained from my son that all the members of the Rosary Confraternity shall have as their intercessors in life and in death the entire celestial court. Amen. What does that mean? That means a communion of saints. That means if we pray the rosary, if we pray the rosary, our blessed mother and all the saints are interceding on our behalf. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Thank you for listening and supporting and sharing the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.